Buongiorno! Uh, what does that mean? It means hello! Uh, I'm in Italy! And somehow you've developed a horrible accent. I'm in Italy! I talk about the crossword puzzle! Okay, see, this is exactly how my father behaved when, <laughs> when my family made a trip to Italy. He thought speaking Italian was putting on a dumb Muppet voice and adding a uh, to the end of every word. He actually wrote me before I left and said, uh, and gave me some translation, some Italian phrases. For what, like how to say shut up or how you're to say mispronouncing I'm a things? Total or, doofus. Yeah. And how to say, come on, brains, be more smarter. He, my father, taught you how to say that? Yeah, I've since forgotten. It hasn't really come up here. No? Here in Italy. Yeah, you're in Italy. So, I like, am. right now, at this very moment, you are in Italy. Yes, I'm on a telefonino. And I am in New York. You are. And uh, how are we able to record this episode? Satellite. It's amazing. And it sounds so much cleaner than, like, those times when you were in New York and I was in Maine. Yes, well, I have a better connection out here. Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> Uh, what episode number is this? Uh, this, please, please, uh, uh, return your tray tables to, you're, you're about to enjoy the 70th episode. Seitanta! Uh, the 70th, uh... 70. Yeah, Seitanta means episode in Italian. <laughs> yes. Uh, and, and this is, uh, this is Fill Me In. It's a crossword podcast. Tis. Yeah, tis indeed. Uh, the Italian one over there, that's, uh, that's Ryan Hecht. And, Buongiorno, ciao, ciao. Yeah, uh, and uh, that was the one word my nephew Levi learned when we were in ciao? Italy. Ciao. Levi was only two at the time, so he only knew like 11 words to begin with. And Did he use it incorrectly? He did. He actually came to believe that this waiter at a restaurant where we were, <laughs> that, that the waiter's name was Chow. <laughs> Because every time the waiter would leave, we would all say Chow to him. <laughs> and so Levi believed the waiter's name was Chow. And when the waiter was gone, Levi would pout and say, I want chow. Because <laughs> he liked the waiter, I guess. I, I don't know. That's very we cute. thought Levi was pretty cute. Yeah. 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 Coming up on the show, we have uh, we have a mini contest that's not a real contest. Right. We have a little bit more information about uh, All About Steve, this uh, movie we talked about last week. And, of course... Ryan's got tons of news about his... Uh, well, not so know. much news. There's well, not no. so much I can do all the way out here in Italy. Yeah, but Ryan has more information to share about the puzzle he's been devising. Yes. How could we translate the music into Italian? We could do that. Yeah, could we? Yeah. We well, could translate the lyrics into Italian. We could. When are you going to write lyrics to our opening theme I'll music? write lyrics. Yeah? Sure. Write them in Italian, please. All right. Uh, per favore, is what you would say. Oh, that write them in... Write please. them in, 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 in Italian, per favore. Okay. See? You See? know, I went to Italy myself, and I learned a bunch of Italian, and I don't remember any of it. Uh, I'm I'm using it quite a lot out here. That's good. Here, um, uh, uh, here on on Tuesday, I'm on my way to Florence. You are. Let me tell you something about that Colosseum. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, it is. It's really astounding. It's I, all I, made out of stone. Yep. And it's there in in Rome. Do you feel like Do you feel like you're on a movie set when you see some of these things? Oh my God! I mean, because I've seen the Colosseum, uh, you know, a million times, and then I went and saw it for real when I was in Italy. And it's like, it's the actual Colosseum. I like know. It's, it's the real one. I felt like, at times, I felt like I was at, like, the Epcot Center Italy Pavilion. 
because that's how real it, it was. It definitely does give you that feeling. I remember seeing it for the first time and thinking how real it was. <laughs> I elbowed my wife, who was who was on my left. No, no, I'm sorry. She was on my right. I want to get my facts straight. Yeah, please and do. And I elbowed her with my right elbow, and I said, look, it's the Coliseum. It's like a movie set. I thought there was going to be a punchline. I thought this whole left-right business was to set up a punchline. No, no, I'm just telling you the story okay. as it happened here in Italy. We should also make this clear that due to the uh, the jet lag and the time zone differences, uh, Ryan is uh, up very, very late yes. and is tired as a result of I that. Am, uh, and I had to wake up especially early this morning uh, in order to talk with him before he you know, eats some pasta a la carbonara <laughs> or something like that. Manja, manja. Okay, stop eating. What's Italian for? Viewer mail. Opening it up. Thank you, by the way, for faxing this viewer mail to me. Yeah, so that you can keep up as we record uh, this session, this segment. Uh, our first viewer mail actually happened about two weeks ago. It's from Michael Marcus Papelbon. Michael Marcus Papelbon? That's his... I don't know. That's what he wanted to nickname himself. Really? I, I don't think it's going to stick. That's confusing because that's the code word. I know. Well, it's because he's it's, used it more than anyone work. else. Well, it might be. We don't have a real contest this week. Well, it would right. have been this week's code word if we had a real contest. Right. Because anyway, we change the code word every week, right? We do. Um, we do. Last week, for example, we didn't have a code word because last week uh, is the ongoing contest that we still have not finished yet. And that's yes. the, uh, the crossword puzzle designed by Neville Fogarty. Uh, squishy defeated. And uh, anyway, you still have one more week to finish that yes, content. Yes. We're, we're, we're getting off topic here. Michael Marcus has written to us, and he wrote to us in response to uh, when we did Lollapazoola. That sounds like an Italian word, doesn't it? Bene, bene. Lala, would you have to say Lollapazoola? Yes, probably. Okay. So when we did that, uh, we griped in despair after the fact that we hadn't put our name, our branding, on anything. Yes. And uh, Michael wrote to us and said on the on the last podcast, which when he wrote to us, it was episode 68 he was talking about, uh, you asked about branding, so I humbly offer this suggestion. Trademark the name Lollapazoola. I have no idea how to do this, but it sounds like a good idea. How do we do that? I don't know. How does one trademark something? I, I don't know. I mean, you probably have to fill out some forms. You probably have to, uh, I don't know, fill we out some Andrea forms. We think Andrea Carla Michaels might know. Andrea... And- yeah, well, sorry. No, no, no. It was the the satellite link delay. Uh, I didn't Andrew, know you were talking. Andrea Carla Michaels. Oh, does she have a nickname? Not yet. She's in the naming business. She is. She's a professional namer, so she probably knows something about trademark. Trademarking. Names. What What do you think if we trademarked? Lala but you see, if we trademarked Lollapazoola, we'd have to give a kickback to uh, Amanda Yesnowitz, the unparalleled parallel verse engineer, shining light to us all, because she actually came up with the name, not us. Did we mention Amanda in episode sixty nine? Why would or we would wouldn't have? Was there something? <laughs> what was that <laughs> sentence? Uh, no, I only asked this because I think she had been mentioned in like fourteen consecutive episodes, and oh, I really? think that streak may have ended. I feel like Crosscam. What's going on with this? Yes, tell us. Uh, uh, yeah, we'd have to pay her. We, we, have, we, we haven't would, come up we, with we, any names. We wouldn't have to pay her anything if you hadn't just announced that we would have to. See, now we have to. If you hadn't said that, if you hadn't opened that can of worms. I wish this wasn't going out live. Do, you, <laughs> do worms come in cans? Oh, yes. They do? At a bait shop. They Really? Oh, You've yes. You've been to a bait shop? I have been to a bait shop. What? What? Why? To go fishing. You don't fish. 
not you right now. You fish wrangle on the internet on I do, Facebook. but I've, I've been fishing. How's Facebook in Italy, by the way? Do you have oh to my read God. the whole thing in Italian? It's uh, Face Libro. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I don't think Face is Italian for face. Face Libro. I don't think so. Uh, it's something like that. Okay. Um, so we're, I don't know if we're going to trademark the name Lollapazoola. That, um... Uh, Maybe if we have to. If there's a professional trademarker out there, please get back to us. Please do. Our next viewer mail is from Andrea Carla Michaels. Does she have a nickname? Not yet. Uh, You mentioned something about being bad at volleyball. Well, yeah, I mentioned lots of things that I was bad at. I started just sort of rattling off a list of them, and one of them was volleyball. Uh... There are, by the way, there there are many, many things I'm quite bad at. Oh, oh, as am I. Yeah, I think we could probably spend an entire episode just sort of going back and forth on things we're bad Was at. Was there anything in physical education class in high school that you were good at? Uh, in was what, it layups? In, it was layups. In You're, what grades, though? Because at, up to a certain point, I still wasn't even good at basketball. I, uh, got, I got decent at basketball starting in about 7th or 8th grade. Oh, well, that's not bad. I was terrible at basketball in 7th and 8th grade. Yeah, I was just, I'm, I'm very tall, certainly by the relative standards of, you know, podunk Maine. Uh, so I was I was automatically on a basketball team just for being tall. Wow. Uh, but, uh, no, my, my uncle, my uncle David, uh, taught me a lot about basketball, and I, I got a lot better at basketball. He's tall. He is. He's not as tall as I am. No, he's not. Uh, but at the time he taught me, he was taller than I am. No. At the time he taught me, he was taller than I was then. He was not then taller than I am now. Andrew Carla Michael says, uh, Brian, don't despair. Many of us suck at volleyball. Uh, In my gym class, probably before you were born, I would just do a general sorry to my teammates. I live in fear I will be asked to join in at a picnic. There's always one guy who takes it too seriously, pushes you out of the way to return the ball, and gives you hate looks when it's your turn to serve. I, I have much experience with yeah. this. Do you know that guy? I know that guy. Yeah. Well, see, when I, I know played volleyball too. in the 7th and 8th grade in PE, I was terrified of the ball. Yeah. And it would just land right next to me, and then my arms would be outstretched. Yep. Uh, here in Italy, I'm doing an arm outstretching motion. Now, why were your arms outstretched? Because you had attempted to hit it? Or because no, I just ha- the reaction to the ball hitting the ground was, I'd better pose and look <laughs> like I had attempted no, to hit I, it? No, I would just stand there with my arms outstretched, waiting for the ball to just kind of hit them. And it would miss. It would miss. Because the ball didn't see your hands no, there. No, and-, and it would land next to me, and then people would t- turn around, because I, you know, I was in the back, and the people up at the net would turn around and go, Ryan! Is that what? Do that again. Ryan! Oh, my Except they, they used some, one of my nicknames. Like what? Uh, in the seventh grade, I was Backpack. <laughs> you were Backpack? In P.E., I was Backpack. Did you wear a backpack during P.E.? No, but I like wore... Like on the volleyball court? No, but I walked around school with my backpack on both shoulders. Yeah? An incredible faux pas in the seventh grade, oh. apparently. Yeah, that's the thing. Like every year, you have to find out ahead of time which, what, shoulder. which shoulder is the right shoulder. So and, I was backpack. You know how loose the straps needed to be and whatnot. In eighth grade, I was shag. Is that because your hair? Yeah, because my hair was long. Yeah, you had very very shaggy hair. I had long lustrous hair at that point in my life. And what do you have now? I have I have threads. You have threads. <laughs> the threadbare head of Ryan. Ryan. X. <laughs> so uh, thank you, Andrea, for bringing up such horrible memories. <laughs> You were male. Closing it up. So we have a little miniature contest. Just for Mini those, contest. For those people who uh, have already figured out 
last week's contest. But you still have another week if you haven't figured it out. You do, and and we're not going to post the link to that again, but just look on our website at bemoresmarter.com and find the... You know, the post for episode 69, if you can, it has changed several times. We've had such trouble with iTunes, yeah. and uh, it doesn't work, and then it does, and then it doesn't, and then it does, and it, I don't know. I'm going to ask them for a free iPhone as I think you should. compensation. I, I think that might work. Well, so just to tide people over, we do have a mini contest. Um, in in uh, Last week, Crosscam told us that in episode 69, he was able to enter the 1,000th entry into his spreadsheet. 1,000? The 1,000th person that we mentioned on this show made it into the spreadsheet. And uh, he told us who this person was, and then we very quickly deleted the comment. So uh, if you haven't seen it, then uh, you qualify for this mini contest, which is... Who was the thousandth entry in the spreadsheet? You speak so eloquently. Italy has been good to you. But here's a hint. I'll give a quick hint. What's the hint? This person was mentioned in episode 69. That's not a hint. That's sort of required. Yes, but it's also a hint. Okay. Uh, The code word, if you're out walking your dog, the code word for uh, this week's contest, if you need that sort of thing, is Papelbon. 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 And if you're calling from Italy... Papelboni. I don't think that would be it. Papelboni. What do you mean? Papelboni? Papelboni. Papelboni? Papelboni. Papelbono? Oh, Papelbono. Papelbono. Yeah. There That's you go. That's not any good. Is it Papelbon already, like, some other language? Doesn't it mean the good pope or something? Or... It means like French for the good pope. It is the French for the good pope. Well, sure. Sure. You don't think it is? Papal Bond. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. He was actually born in the Vatican. (laughs) Who, Jonathan Papal Bond? Yes, Jonathan Papal Bond. He's Vaticanese. (laughs) Oh, Vaticanese. I like that. Uh, So, yes, so try to answer that contest. And, of course, if you win, you will tell us what you win, and then we will send it to you. That's right. Next topic, all about Steve. Okay, so last week we talked about this this movie that's coming out, this <laughs> Sandra Bullock it. movie. I don't know that we hyped it. We just we talked about it because she plays a crossword puzzle constructor. Apparently, you can't tell that from the trailer. You can't. We've we've we had never seen the trailer. We just heard about this movie and we just passed on other people's news. We've now since watched the trailer and it's awful. It is. There's no reference to crossword puzzles in the trailer or anything involving comedy. No, and and we heard from a mystery source who saw a sneak preview of this movie that it sucks. It sucks. That it is horrible. That and, it is one of the worst movies ever. And that it's going to bring a bad name to female crossword constructors. Yes, exactly. The notion that if any uh, female crossword constructor says, I construct crosswords, that somebody might say, oh, like Sandra Bullock did in that movie? That just sounds awful to me. Yeah. It really does. Unless it was a good movie. I, I, I haven't seen it, but now I don't even know if I'm going to. I don't it just looked so. The trailer looked so awful, and then our our mystery correspondent and, and uh, uh, the report from the sneak preview presentation of it. Ugh. Yeah. I also don't like Sandra Bullock. I don't get it. I liked Sandra I Bullock during the Speed it. years. I liked her in Speed. Speed, and there was something after Speed. Oh, Speed while two. you were sleeping. What? While you were sleeping. You watch movies while I'm sleeping. Yes, I never saw that. I thought Julia Roberts was in that. No, no, no. She she had this little this little like four or five year window where she yeah. was in some pretty good movies. What about The Net? Did I saw like The, the net? net. That I, was pretty awful. I, I would like, like the, to see that again. I think The Net might have more 
inappropriate cinematic use of computers than any other movie ever. You know how in movies they use computers and the, their computers can like do all these things that you can't actually do? Right. And the fonts are all wrong and the windows are all wrong <laughs> and you know that they're like typing, typing, typing when in actuality you would just use the mouse and click something. Like in Jurassic Park. They do that in Jurassic Park? Yes. Oh, there's, yeah. The computers there do. Lock, she has to lock all the doors in the compound and it's all graphical. Oh, yeah. And, but she's typing yeah. and... Because you see the doors closing. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it is. Absolutely ridiculous. In Independence Day, there's a, a nonsense business going on. Like, <laughs> doesn't Jeff Goldblum use his, like, Macintosh laptop to install a virus on an alien spaceship? Yeah, something like that. Yeah? Well, just Jeff Goldblum. Now, first of all, first of all, Macs don't get viruses, right? <laughs> and part two, like the alien spaceship is going to have any kind of a recognizable operating system that this virus <laughs> could actually be transferred to. Because the virus, it's not... Do you know that in, in computers, viruses are not like, you know, strands of DNA yeah. that have something? It's, it's, it's code. I'm surprised he even had a, the proper wire to connect. Is well, it USB? Well, nowadays everything is USB, but back then you had to have like a SCSI cable and whether it was a 25 pin or and, a 50 pin. And, and Like a PDM MCIMA? You had to have those things. Uh, I don't know that those are the right letters, but I know but what you you're know, talking about. A, I think a, it was PCM. There's a slash somewhere in the middle? PCMMIA. Yes, I yes. Think. But there's a slash. Is there? I think there's a slash. Maybe. It was, yes. it was impressive that... Between Jeff Goldblum and his non-knowledge about computers, and Will Smith and his I'm-just-cooler-than-you attitude, that they actually took down that ship. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. We, you know what? Instead of going to see All About Steve, go rent Independence Day, because that's a fun movie. It's a terrible movie. But it's fun. It's not as fun as you might remember. Really? Okay, it, then go rent I Am Legend. That's good. Ah! Go All see right. Inglorious Bastards. Go see Inglorious Bastards, because that's really that's good. That's really good. Christoph Waltz is fantastic. Oscar. Christoph Waltz deserves an Oscar. Oscar, right? That first scene that lasts for like twenty-five minutes, yeah. tense. Oh, yeah, ah, yeah, very good. Yeah, he's brilliant. He is. He's brilliant. He is. You said on the blog you didn't know if he was going to get an Oscar for best actor or best supporting actor. Yes, because you don't know what category he's going to be nominated in. I don't know what category. What would you put him in? I I would put him in supporting actor because I think he'd have a better chance to win. Yeah, I think if he if he gets nominated for supporting, he will definitely win. All right. Good. But, I hope he does. I thought he was terrific. He was. He Apparently was. he really does speak like seven yeah, different yeah, languages. Yeah, he speaks all those languages. Yeah, he's just fantastic. Yes. So go see that. Don't go see All About Steve. Don't go see Independence Day. <laughs> Don't go see The Net. There's no computers in Inglorious Bastards. None because it, it takes place in 1941 or something. 44. 1944. Yes. That's what I meant. Well, the first scene took place in 41. See? I was we right. We were both right. Exactly. We were both right. Brilliant. Uh, Across the world we are, and yet both we are correct. So we're going to talk about our arc. The arc. And the fact that Ryan has come up with this fantastic theme for a puzzle. Uh, he talked about it last week, and although his initial design plans aren't what he's going with now, right. it's just it's terrific. This is going to get published. Well, see, here's the thing. I, I thought, to, to sum up, it's the inner nerd puzzle, and I thought that to have the long theme answers and have the word the letters N E R D but have them spread out to the theme answers and everybody like five or six people commented almost immediately and said no 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 they have to be all together and you said this well i i thought that's what you were going with uh, because the first suggestion the first 
possible theme entry that you that you said was Abner Doubleday. Yes. In which the letters N E R D are consecutive within right. Abner Doubleday. So that's what I thought you were doing, and I thought that was pretty cool. And then you said, No, no, I'm going to actually separate all of the letters so Abner Doubleday doesn't count. Right. But apparently, according to several different people who've written to us, June wrote to us, Commissioner Peter, Peter Gordon, Gordon says Tuple Threat. Andrea Carla Michaels. Does she have a nickname? Not yet. Uh, <laughs> I still think that's funny. It is funny. I do. Uh, they all say, no, it's got to be, the, the, the NERD should be together, and if it's two words, it should be split between at least two of the words. <laughs> if it's two words or more... <laughs> The the NERD should be at the end of one word and at the beginning of the other word. Now, I've been thinking about this, and maybe this is something else some of our expert viewers can, you know, chime in on. All the all the possible theme entries that I can come up with for this, and I'm not designing this puzzle. I'm just sort of thinking about it uh-huh. when I'm otherwise bored. Uh, all of the ones that do that, where it's like a two-word phrase right. that has nerd across the two words... All of it has N-E-R at the end of the first word and the D at the beginning of the second word. Yeah. I can't figure out another way to split that. Well, uh, we came close with Ann Erdman. Yeah, somebody suggested that if Amanda Ann, suggested Yeah, if Ann Erdman dropped the E from her first name, then that would work. work. Um, but what other, what words start with Erd? No words start with R-D. No, I, you know, I started thinking maybe there's like a famous street or something that's like something road. That you could abbreviate as right. RD, but but I guess I mean if they all split the same way, then there's a symmetry to that. I guess. I mean, I guess so. I, I don't know if there's really an option. There's a much more limited list of possibilities when right. you in- insist that NERD be consecutive within there the is. answer than if you allow it to be spread. But appa- out. apparently, the the recent Secret Garden uh, puzzle where Garden was spread out yeah. in circled letters, uh, there there's actually another crossword blog. I don't know if you've heard of it. I think it's Rex. Larker? Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, uh, what was anyway, his name? Yeah. I don't know. Some small-time go, blogger. Go, go, go visit him, because he barely gets 100 comments a day. Yeah, you uh, know, not enough people look at Rex's site, right. so you so should really check that go. out. At, uh, I don't know, you know what, I think if you just type Rex words <laughs> in Google, like, you don't even have to do the whole address. Just you, put in Rex words, and it goes to his site. say the word crossword somewhere near a computer, <laughs> his site pops up yeah, automatically. Jeff Goldblum is there yes. with... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, apparently there was some furor over that uh... F-U-R-O-R yes, furor. Yes. Not, not like from Inglorious Bastards right. The furor uh, uh, Over the secret garden How the garden was spread out So you think you're going to do the inner nerd thing You're going to try to design this with N-E-R-D consecutive Yes, though. yes. That's what and, you're and, and I had To avoid the secret garden plight Yes yeah. And I had toyed with the fact that I don't even know if this works Or if this is feasible About having a few down uh, answers where the clue if if inner nerd was let's say 30 across having a few down answers where the clue is possessor of a 30 across and then have it be something like Einstein or or oh I see but uh-huh. I don't know if that really works or if that fits in with try the it. general uh, you know try it and see, see see how you go with it so uh, when I get back from Italy I'm gonna because uh, I didn't bring crossword comp- I didn't bring my compiler with me no no it wouldn't go through uh, customs no oh my god customs in Italy how about that oh huh? my god did they lose your luggage uh, when my did... family went everybody except me and Tony <laughs> had their luggage lost <laughs> by they... Alitalia Airlines they did not lose our luggage but they confiscated all my apples did they yes that's not you can't bring fruit 
to Italy. Tell me about it. Well, first, you can't. <laughs> Second, no. <clears throat> so, uh, there will be more uh, updates on the arc and the inner nerd puzzle. I'm looking forward to it. I think it's a terrific idea. It's Thank totally going to get published. Well, hopefully. However... Yes. When it does get published, uh-huh. it will not be the first time that your name has appeared alongside a New York not. Times crossword puzzle. And do you know why it will not? Tell us why. Because Saturday, the 5th of September, that is a Saturday in September. It was, It happened certainly. just a few days ago. And uh, on Saturday, you may have noticed in the New York Times crossword puzzle, <clears throat> the names Ryan Hecht and Brian Simmet appeared alongside this puzzle. Alongside And alongside the word Lollapazoola. That's right. And alongside the name Dan Fair. That's right, because he was the winner of the C Division, winner of the B Division, winner of Lollapazoola too. Uh, so uh, we've, we sort of skirted around this. Mike Nothnagel's puzzle, his awesome finals puzzle from yes. Lollapazoola, was Saturday's puzzle. Yes. That was this past Saturday. Now, we knew this. You all knew this. You've, you've paid attention, and that's clear. But it's been published, and that's fantastic. It was. <clears throat> now, you've, you've bought me some issues of the newspaper. Yeah, I because... bought you 15 copies of Thank the newspaper. You, because I, as I am not in the country. No. So I had to buy you 15 copies of it. Uh, and I have uh, used a Sharpie to circle your name in every copy. <laughs> but the, it's kind of a fat point Sharpie, so it kind of crossed out your name <laughs> is what happened. <clears throat> so I hope you don't mind that. No, it, was, it was a good intention. <laughs> but... Now, of course, it. that it's Tuesday, I can't go buy any more right, copies right. of it, so this is what you're stuck with. Right. Well, thank you. Sorry. <laughs> I did save one for myself that I didn't bother to circle anything on, but that's mine. Oh, when I get back, yeah. I'm shaking my fist here oh, in Italy. I can't see that. No, you can't. We don't have video feed to we Italy. We don't. We don't. It's just an audio feed. <clears throat> so, let's talk about Mike's puzzle. Great puzzle. It's a fantastic puzzle, and we, we have known it for... Quite some time now. Well, I mean, I mean, it's a great puzzle. Will Shorts saw it, solved it. It was yep. the Mike Nothnagel said he was standing behind Will Shorts during the finals yeah. and watching Will Shorts solve the puzzle. And he said it's the first time he'd ever seen Will solve a crossword puzzle. Yeah, which is a little odd. I watched Will solve some of it as well. Yeah, I, I, I saw it from the front. Yeah, you saw Will from the front. Yeah, I saw and I saw him solving it. I didn't oh, see him from the back. I, I saw him close. from the back at some point. Like it was maybe between. The two finals that we did, uh-huh. I went to the back to say something to Mike and say something to Will, and I saw he and he was just, you know, going through it, uh-huh. the, like he had the whole Northwest done. Yeah, well, he didn't jump around or anything. He just knew. Oh, it's these answers. <laughs> I think he's probably pretty good. I think he knows all the answers. I'm pretty sure he does. I think he does. Uh, but but he saw it. He solved it, and immediately thought to himself, "I'm going to put this in the New York Times." Yeah. I mean, it was immediately knew it was that good. Yeah, and it really was. It had some fun entries. It had some fun clues. Uh, it and, one of the clues we conceived of uh, yes, in, a, we in did. a rewrite in an edit. And and, and I mean, Papelbon is in there. I, I assume because of of us. I have to imagine that Papelbon. I think that's going to be. I think this is his uh, his debut. Yes. Right. That Papelbon had never previously I appeared th- in the I New York so. Times puzzle. So, so fill me in has done something to the world. We you, have made our mark. Now, do you think uh, Jonathan Papelbon, uh, the Vaticanese pitcher for the Red Sox, uh, does the crossword puzzle? I doubt it. Yes, yeah, so do I. I definitely doubt it. I've seen that look in his eye. Uh, Jonathan like Papelbon a... is is a fine pitcher and a very exciting pitcher. And every interview I've ever seen with him certainly leads me to believe that crossword puzzles are not part of his routine. <laughs> but I bet somebody does it on the team, and somebody's going to point it out to him. You think so? I would assume. Yeah? There's got to be somebody on that Red Sox team, or in the in the front office. Who or... do you think for the Red Sox is most likely to do a crossword puzzle? 
I would say David Ortiz. I don't think so at all. <laughs> I think that is completely inaccurate. You know who? You know who? Who? What's his face? Oh, okay. I'll bet Jason Bay does a crossword. Not puzzle. Jason Bay. I'll bet Kevin Euclid no, does no, the no. crossword. I'll bet Dustin Pedroia does the crossword. Yes, puzzle. that's who I meant to Jacoby say. Jacoby Ellsbury. No, not Alex Gonzalez. No, Mike Lowell. No, Jason Veritek. No, George Cotteris. Only Victor Dustin Martinez. Pedroia. I'm just naming all these Red Sox. I know you are. To see so if they're going to get some, on the spreadsheet. Somebody on the team. Yeah. Is poor cross <laughs> <laughs> Should somebody, I keep going? Somebody I haven't on, even talked about pitchers. We, listen to me. Hideki Okajima. Somebody on the Daisuke team will Matsuzaka. say, oh my God, Papelbon is in it. They'll show it to Papelbon and he'll go, oh, or something <laughs> like what he does. And you, we will have affected the Red Sox. Yes, and then if they don't win the World Series this year, it's going to be your, your fault. fault. <laughs> uh, so, uh, congratulations to us. Congratulations. congratulations to us. <laughs> yes. Congratulations to Mike Nothnagel well, for having congrat- yet another puzzle in the New York well, yes, Times. But congratulations to us for inspiring him. I guess so. To make the puzzle. I guess so. There you go. And to Jonathan Papelbon, Vaticanese pitcher. <laughs> uh, look on the Italian horizon. Oh, no. Wait. Coming down from Mount Etna. Do they have. That's not in Italy. That's in Sicily. It's in Italy. Mount Etna's in Italy. Vesuvius? Vesuvius. Mount Etna's oh, in yes. Sicily. Are it's, you going to Sicily? No. No? No, we went to this Mount Vesuvius. I, think I had a grandmother named Sicily. No, a <laughs> great grand. My father had a grandmother named Sicily. Really? Sicily? Sicily? Sicily. Sicilia? I don't know. Uh, yes, it is a Norse god of thunder. They have Norse gods in Italy? That's interesting. Monday, August 31st, by Fred Piscop. This had a whole bunch of fours in it. Now, we were discussing this last week. Are these homonyms? I don't four, know. Four, four, and four? But I used all three of them for my Yahtzee score, and then I missed the upper bonus. Tuesday, September 1st, by Stephen Ginsburg. By hook or by crook? Okay, I'm going to name a couple of things. Okay. And you tell me if it's a hook or a crook. Okay. A phone. That is a hook. A banana. That is neither. A plum tree. That is also neither. A uh, sitcom. That is a... What are you doing? I'm... Richard Nixon is a crook. There's one. All right. Yeah? This was, Kareem this... Abdul-Jabbar's signature shot. A hook. That was a sky hook. Well, see, that's a kind of hook. Oh, it's my turn. Wednesday, September 2nd by Jim Hires. This was a Manhattan street map. This I love this cool. puzzle. I love this puzzle. Very I just, cool. I like maps. I'm a map guy. I'm a yeah, map I like geek. maps too. So this was fantastic. It had Broadway coming down in the way Broadway comes yeah, down in New diagonally York. diagonally down through the street grid. I kind of wish that there, you know, like Lex and Park were hidden there on the right. That would have been nice. You know, and like, I don't know, Hudson Street down <laughs> the bottom somewhere. Maybe Central Park somewhere. Varick Street <laughs> could have been there. Varick. Maybe Varick. Varick. Maybe Varick. That would be a good code word. Varick. <laughs> Thursday, September 3rd by C.W. Stewart. Bottoms up. Put your bottom down. I don't want to see that. Bottoms up. No. this uh, We had upside down answers upside in the Upside down answers. Yeah. Like, uh, Head over heels. No, that wasn't one of the uh, answers. Uh, frozen uh, makitori. What? Are you just saying words? <laughs> what are you doing? I thought that was one of the frozen something. Wasn't that one of the clues? I don't know. Friday, September 4th by Joe Krozel. Rhymes with puzzle. All right, what is up with Orients? Orients. Orients? What was the clue? Breaks in. Orients. Orients. Orients is, is in, in that way, isn't it? I think it means to, like, under- get your bearings, Yeah, you get right? your surroundings. To orient yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not breaking Breaks in Breaks in? What do you break into? I really thought it was going to be something that, like, 
opening something. I, th- I, th- I thought it was like interrupting. I, I thought it was going to be oh, something yeah, would... like breaks into conversation. Or you, but you... Orient. I don't get that at all. Saturday, September 5th by Mike Nothnagel, pen pal extraordinaire and constructor of the Friday puzzle and the Lollapazoola puzzle and the Saturday puzzle. Papelbon. 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 Papelbuono. <laughs> Sunday, September 6th by Robert H. Wolf, the Argonne. What is the Argon? I don't know. What, well, it was Argon. I know, I understand. R, you take out of the theme entries, and then it's gone but from the, the Ar- entries. Argon but, is something French. Is it French? I think it's French. Now, can you get to French from where you are? You're I, in Italia. You yes, you can take the train. Yeah, so take it, and go to French. Go tomorrow on your way to Florence. And, and, and find and Argon. See if you can figure out what's going on and where all the R's have gone, because <laughs> I think they must be there in French. Yeah, in French? Yeah. I guess it would be French. Well, not if they have all the R's. Oh, do you think they're storing the R's? In which case, it would be French. <laughs> so, Argon... They're gone from the puzzle, but they must be somewhere. And you think they... Find might... the R's. This all is right. going to be like, where's Waldo? Can you speak Italian with a French accent? See. Si. Oh, with a French accent? Yeah, speak Italian with a French accent. Sure. Go. Do a little do a little monologue for us. Uh, si, yo, yo, sono, uh, yo sono Pierre. Isn't yo a Spanish word? Io. Io sono Pierre. Oh, I see. Io sono Pierre Robertson. Okay, so your attempt at speaking Italian with a French accent has resulted in a sentence not 